I'm a divorced single dad, father of five kids. It can be tough raising kids today, believe me, there are high times and low times. It comes with the territory. But in all my years of parenting, I try to give some good advice for those parents who are out there willing to listen. My name is Price Van Ray, and welcome to my show. Today, we're going to be talking about nine steps to more effective parenting. But first, I want to congratulate all of the new parents out there. Boy, are you in for the time of your life. This is an exciting time and a great adventure, so cherish every moment. Now on with the show. So we're going to be talking about nine steps to effective parenting. And let's tell you, you know, raising a kid can be one of the toughest and most fulfilling jobs in the world. And the one for which you might not feel prepared for. But believe me, it's always going to be scary, a little scary. I remember when I first had my child, I, I was a little scared. I didn't know what to do. I mean, who prepares you for something like this? I can say there's probably a lot of books, but you know, every child is different and every parent is different. So you have to figure out what works best for you. Now I'm going to tell you something. You know, the first thing you do have to do is when you have your child, of course, we're going to say, I love you. And you're going to tell your child, you are the most important thing to me in the world. That's why we have a child. You know, and a child can fill that little void in your heart that says, hey, now you are very complete. Hopefully, a child can do that. But of course, you know, you need to feel complete in the first place. Now, listen, you know, there, there can be nine effective steps, you know. These, these aren't the perfect steps, but I mean, this is good advice. Uh, the first thing I would say is boosting your child's self-esteem. Let's face it, kids start developing their sense of self as babies. I mean, when we see them as little babies, very helpless, and they really need us. They need to know that you're always going to be there. I mean, they listen to the tone of your voice, your body language, and every expression that you do is absorbed by your kid. Your words and actions as a parent are there, and they're developing with your child. That's what your child knows. That's how they communicate. You know, when you're looking at your baby and they're just staring at you like like a blank slate if you stick your tongue out at the baby I mean very little baby do you know many times they will stick their tongue back up because they mimic what you do I mean it's incredible to know that babies can actually communicate like that who would have known right who would have known you know you have to praise your child's accomplishments too however small I mean it will make them feel proud. It will let kids know that things are independently and make them feel capable and strong. I mean, by contrast, belittling comments and comparing a child, that that's really not cool. You, you don't want to make your child feel worthless. You want to make your child feel like they have worth. You know, you want to help them build that confidence. This is the kind of confidence that will Go with them their whole life. You don't want to, like, scar them and say, you're not worthy of this. You can't do that. Encourage your kid. Tell them, hey, you can do anything you want. You know why? Because you believe them. That's right. You have to boost your child's self-esteem. And it also helps with their confidence. And it's a very, very good thing. I'm going to tell you, you have to catch your kids being good. I know when they 
or get a little older, you're going to catch them in a lot of things. But when you can catch them being good, you, you, you have to stop right there and you have to acknowledge it. I mean, have you ever stopped to think about how many times you react negatively to your child any given day? I mean, you may find yourself criticizing far more often than complimenting. How would you feel about a boss who treated you with that much negative guidance, even if it was unintentional? Like I said, kids absorb many things and they listen and they hear. You want to catch them being good and praise them. The more effective approach is to catch your kid doing something right. You made your bed without being asked. Oh my God, that is terrific. That's awesome. Or, or I was watching you play with your sister and you were very, very patient. That's really good. That, that shows them, you know, patience is good. There's a saying, patience is a virtue. I'll probably say, you know, it is. Now, these statements will do more than encourage good behavior over the long run than repeated scoldings. This is true. You know, make a point to finding something to praise every day, not just sometimes. You want to do this every day and be generous with rewards. I mean, your love, hugs and compliments can work wonders and are often reward enough. I mean, as soon as you find you are growing more of a behavior you would like to see, you're going to instill that in your child. Your child's going to want to do more of stuff like that. And they're also going to be aware of their behavior. The other thing is you want to set limits and be consistent with your discipline. That's right. I'm not going to say you cannot let your child just run wild. Hey, can you imagine if your child ran hog wild and they had all the freedom in the world? No, we can't do that. We have to set limits and we have to be consistent with discipline. Now, discipline is necessary in every household. The goal of discipline is to help kids choose acceptable behavior and learn self-control. Kids may test the limits you establish for them, but they need to know those limits to grow in responsible adults. That's right. You have to teach them when they're small. Funny thing is, you know, I, I've always had cats my whole life. And with the kitten, you have to teach the kitten how to use a litter box. After that, they know. And you praise them. I've had dogs later on in life. Dogs take a little bit more training, but you got to be patient. You know, you have to set limits with the dogs. You know, but children too, same way, you have to set limits and they have to know discipline. I mean, establishing household rules helps kids understand your expectations and develop self-control. Some rules might include uh, no TV until homework is done. This is good. Homework is important. They ha- It shows them they have to have responsibility. You know? And remember, no hitting. No name calling. Or hurtful teasing allowed. I mean, these are just things you don't want your child to develop. You can have a problem when they get older if you do. Come on. Teach your kid, hey, we don't hit. That's not a good thing. You don't put your hands on anybody. 
And as far as name callings, why would you want to call somebody names and put them down? Don't you have any empathy? Don't you know how someone might feel if you do that? Hurtful teasing. You cannot allow that. It's easy, it seems like, for kids to tease. But you have to teach them the hardest thing to overcome that and be nice. I mean, I'm not saying that's the first thing kids are going to jump to, just teasing. No, because kids, in my opinion, are generally good. Some of this stuff is taught. They always say, are kids taught this stuff or are they born this way? Well, you know what? I'm an optimistic. I believe that all kids are good. We just have to teach them and instill it. Instill the kind of behavior we want. Another thing is, um, you know, you might want to have a system in place, one warning, followed by consequences, such as a timeout or loss of privileges. You know, if you hit, you're not going to watch TV. If you name call, that's it. You're not going to get that extra dessert. But that's just for tonight. We can work on it tomorrow. This is what you want to tell your child. We got to have good behavior. We have to set limits, be consistent with our discipline. A common mistake parents make is failure to follow through with the consequences. I mean, you can't discipline kids for talking back one day and ignore it the next. Be consistent. It teaches them what you expect. And that, that's a big thing. You know, if you tell them, hey, don't do this, and the next day they do it, you don't do anything. You're already setting the ground rules. The kid knows that they can get away with it. You don't want to have that on your hands. Oh, no. Other thing is you want to make time for your kids. Yes, it's often difficult for parents and kids to get together for family meals, let alone spend quality time together. But there's probably nothing kids would like more. You know, get up 10 minutes early in the morning so you can eat breakfast with your child or leave the dishes in the sink and take a walk after dinner. Kids aren't getting the attention they want from their parents often. And when they don't get that attention, they often act out or misbehave because they're sure to get noticed that way. Now, I'm going to go back. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I don't know if it was different times, but we would sit down and eat dinner together as a family. And we talk about our day. I remember I sat at the table. My dad sat next to me. My sister was on the other side. My mom was on the other side of my sister. I miss those days. But I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have five kids. And for some reason, when my kids were little, it was really tough to sit down and have a dinner and actually make it, you know. At the time when I was married... You know, me and my wife worked different shifts. It was really tough. Really tough to get together. But I do remember as we got older, I tried and said, listen, guys, we need to sit down and, and we need to sit as a family. Kids are always going to remember stuff like that when they get older. They're going to know, hey, they made an effort. This is what they did. This is what we should do. And I know how there are a lot of parents, because of the way the workforce is, it's really, really, really tough to sit down with your child. But we can do other things. You know, like I said, get up 10 minutes earlier and try to have breakfast, if you can. 
Now, I know there's a lot of dads out there. You might work third shift. I worked third shift for years. So it was really, really tough when my kids were little. Third shift's a tough shift for anybody. And you dads have to realize you're doing a good job. Do the best you can. Tell your child you love them. Now listen, many parents find it rewarding. Rewarding to schedule together time with their kids. Create a special night each week to be together. And let your kids help decide how to spend the time. You know, you can look for other ways to connect like that. Put a note or something special in your kid's lunchbox. That's a really good one. You know? Now, adolescents seem to need less undivided attention from their parents than younger kids because there are fewer windows of opportunities for parents and teens to get together. Parents should do their best to be available when their teen does express a desire to talk or participate in family activities. Attending concerts, games, and other events with teen communicates caring and lets you get to know more about your child or her friends or his friends in important ways. You know, when your kids become teenagers, oh, that's a that's a whole nother world right there. You know? When kids become teenagers, they are so independent, it's almost like they don't need you. And I'm not going to lie, you are going to miss when they were younger. We all do. But kids grow. They have to grow. They have to grow, you have to let go. But I say as a parent, here's another one, you must be a good role model. Young kids learn a lot about how to act by watching their parents. The younger they are, the more cues they take away from you. So before you lash out and blow your top in front of your child, think about this. Is that how you want your child to behave when they're angry? Be aware that you're constantly being watched by your kids. You know, when I was younger, I I knew I couldn't yell at my kids all the time. Only when they were really, really upset. Because they need to know when I'm really mad and when I'm not. Most times I talk to them. But I mean, let's face it. You know, if you're outside playing and you say, hey, stay on the lawn. And then for some reason they go running in the street. Oh, you are going to get back here. Get out of the street now. Get out of the street. Oh, they know you're serious. Dad was mad. He was yelling. They'll, They'll say, he was what? He was yelling. Dad was yelling at me. Why? Because I ran in the street. I better not do that again. You know? They model traits. I'm talking about the kids. Kids model traits you wish to see in your kids. They watch you, like I said, so you have to you have to show some respect. You know? Be a role model. Show respect. Friendliness. Honesty is a big one. Tell your kids, hey, you got to be honest and kind. You got to be tolerant. Exhibit unselfish behavior. I mean, a lot of this stuff is just might be hard, but it might be easy. But you, you have to learn to do this too. Teach your kids. You know? Do things for other people without expecting a reward. Express thanks and offer compliments. Above all, treat your kids the way you expect other people to treat you. You know why? Because you gotta be a good role model. 
because this is what we're talking about being a good role model that's right i'm gonna tell you another one communication is a huge thing for me oh my god make communication a priority you know you can expect kids to do everything simple because you as a parent say so well this isn't like a game this isn't simon says do this simon says do that you know but but you got to communicate they want and deserve explanations as much as adults do if we don't take time to explain kids will begin to wonder about our values our motives and whether they have any basis parents who reason with their kids allow them to understand and learn in a non-judgmental way so you got to communicate communication is really good i mean let's face it when you communicate you got to make your expectations clear if there is a problem describe it express your feelings and invite your child to work on a solution with you be sure to include consequences you got to communicate this all goes under communication Make suggestions and offer choices. And be open to your child's suggestions as well. You know, you have to listen. You have to negotiate. Kids who participate in decisions are more motivated to carry them out. That's right. Communication to me, that is probably the number one. If you don't listen to anything else in this podcast or the future ones, know, in my opinion, the number one thing besides, you know, I love you, is you must communicate. You must communicate. Get your child to talk to you and you talk to your child. You need to listen and they need to listen. You need to teach this stuff. Be a good role model, right? You know? Be consistent. Make time for your kids and communicate. Now the other thing is, you know, You have to be flexible and willing to adjust your parenting style. I mean, if you often feel let down by your child's behavior, perhaps you have unrealistic expectations. I mean, parents who think in shoulds, I mean, for example, my kid should be potty trained by now. This is when they're little. My kid should know this when they're older. Your expectations might be a little high. I know I was a little tough growing up, you know. I'm not talking about potty train. My parents told me I I had no problem being potty trained. I didn't like being wet. I don't like being wet now. (laughs) I'm I'm wondering what it's going to be like when I'm older. But anyways, I mean, you know, you have to know this stuff. And you don't want your child to feel like they're letting you down. I mean, kids' environments have an effect on behavior too. So you might want to be able to change that behavior by changing the environment. I mean, if you find yourself constantly saying no to a two-year-old, look for ways to alter your surroundings so there are fewer things that are off limits. This will cause less frustrations for both of you. That's right. You must show your child something special. Show that your love is unconditional. You know, as, as a parent, you're responsible for correcting and guiding your kids. Yes, you are. When you have to confront your child, avoid blaming, criticizing, or fault-finding, which undermines self-esteem and can lead to resentment. I mean, instead, strive to nurture and encourage, even when disciplining your child. 
Make sure they know that although you want and expect better next time, your love is there no matter what. Tell your kid you love them. That's one of my biggest things. Show unconditional love. Show that unconditional love. Get it through their head. I will love you. You know? Now, of course, if they do something bad, you're going to have to discipline them. And you're going to have to be consistent. But tell them you love them. You know? Know your own needs and limitations as a parent. I mean, face it. You are an imperfect parent. Nobody, Nobody's going to be perfect. It's impossible. We'd love to be perfect, but you have strengths and weaknesses. And as a family leader, it's going to show. Recognize your abilities. I am loving and dedicated. That's right, you are. Vow to work on your weaknesses. I need more consistent with discipline. Try to have realistic expectations for yourself, for your spouse, and your kids. You know? You don't have to have all the answers, but you must be forgiving for yourself. And try to make parenting a manageable job. I mean, focus on areas that need the most attention rather than trying to address everything all at once. And admit when you're burnt out. I mean, take a time out. That's right. Take time out for parenting to do things that will make you happy as a person. You know, if you're raising your child as a single parent or as a couple, you know, focusing on your needs doesn't make you selfish. Not at all. It doesn't. It simply means you care about your own well-being as well, which is another important value to model for your child. That's right. So, I want to thank you for listening today. I will see you next time. And remember, this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised. So don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them, I will love you forever, Dad. I'll see you next time here on Forever Dad.